Welcome to Somebody's Mama Podcast. We're your hosts, Kendra. And Nicole. Thank you for joining us for another episode. This is episode 19, I believe. Yes, isn't that crazy? Yes, episode 19. So thank you guys for joining us. Hopefully you guys have um, listened to all of our episodes thus far. If you haven't, make sure you go back and check them out. We have some great topic so if this is your first time listening make sure you guys go back and listen um you can keep up with us on instagram at somebody's mama pod also on youtube somebody's mama podcast and apple podcast spotify anywhere where you can listen to podcasts you can find us so make sure you guys are tuning in and catching up so you don't miss an episode so let's jump right in. Nicole, how was your weekend? So my weekend was filled with surprises. Um, <laughs> I thought my husband was going on like a one day work retreat mm-hmm. and it ended up being two days. <laughs> and I wasn't really prepared for the two days, you know? Yeah. <laughs> you know how like you have to be mentally prepared. You got to mentally prepare you know right especially for a weekend because you want to have them activities and stuff like that and so I wasn't as prepared but nonetheless we had fun I was kind of forced to sit down and like enjoy playing and watching movies and all that good stuff right yeah but while I was sitting down and they were taking naps and stuff I have a little update Remember that one time I was telling you guys about how um, there's this girl I follow and she does a lot of things that guys always say, like she goes on trips, but you never see the guy, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or like you see the corner of his hand, but you never see him, right? Mm-hmm. So this weekend, I really thought she upped her, her level because she went to dinner, right? Uh-huh. <laughs> and she wanted to show she was at dinner. So she had like, she had the um you can see her food you can see his food you can see his drink you can see her drink mm-hmm. but he wasn't in the chair okay okay and i thought to myself did he go to the bathroom or like right. he didn't get there yet so you snuck that photo in or did she say get up so i can take this picture <laughs> <laughs> honestly i think it to i don't think she's the type of person to say like oh get up to take the picture so Mm-hmm. I feel like he went to the bathroom or he went to the bar and she was like, let me get this picture real quick. Let them show I'm on, I'm out on this date, you know? Yeah. And I was like, go ahead, go ahead, girl. I see that you. I see you. so funny. I saw a um, picture like that today. I forgot what the girl, uh, her caption was, but um, she showed a picture of when she was dating her husband. And I said, oh, this is next level. She took a picture of him um like basically paying the bill so it was like she was like not us being at Applebee's because it was like an old throwback they've been married for like six or seven years now yeah but um she was like not us being at Applebee's and so (laughs) a picture of like her like drink or whatever and then you see like a blurred vision of a guy's hand like putting the money into the into the little envelope or whatever and she was like yeah this was my ghost picture oh um, my goodness my husband back in the day i'm like that is so funny people been doing you know, i'm not mad at it but it's just funny to like now spot it out you know 
so funny. It's so true. I'm just like we've all done it like at some point. Yeah. And I don't blame her too, because she also does seem like the type to date like I don't know, like entertainment guys. So Yeah. So I wouldn't be trying to keep that under wraps. Yeah, I don't blame you. Like keep that keep that together, you know? Yeah. I don't blame her. But Kendra. Yeah, yeah. Tell the people what you did this weekend, okay? Everybody get ready get ready y'all oh lord she always be pumping me up y'all um yeah so i did take a little trip this weekend um it was so funny because nicole was like you didn't mention on the podcast last week that you were going i'm like yeah because it was like really up in the air like a lot of things were going on and so the trip was kind of up in the air so i couldn't really get excited about it until i was like physically there like I I didn't get excited on the plane I didn't get excited like packing I I wasn't excited until I physically landed um but it was beautiful I went to Cancun it was my first time going to Cancun I've been to Mexico like several different parts of Mexico it was my first time going to Cancun um and it was a voyage getting there I was like listen I need direct flights because there was no direct flights when I was booking my flight there was literally every airport i tried there were no direct flights i hate going to lax um so i ended up doing orange county but yeah there were no direct flights so um, So wait what do you mean what do you mean it was orange county so you had to did you have to drive to orange county and then take a flight to cancun yeah so i i like i prefer to fly out of ontario or orange county lax gives me the biggest headache in the world because it's so unorganized and it takes you an hour to just get through to get to your gate um so but i said that if lax had a a direct flight i would have went there but when i booked my flight there were none but like last week one popped up because a a friend of mine was going to end up going but she didn't go but they were the only place that had direct flights, unless you were going to fly, fly Spirit Airline. Spirit right. Airline was the only one who had direct flights available, and I was not trying to die. So, yeah. Uh, but anyway, we got there. It was really beautiful. Oh my gosh, the water in Cancun is just like, ugh, to die. And um, I had planned the trip, um, like different things that we were going to do like I planned it a long time ago but it was just like I said it's a lot of moving parts that was supposed to take place but ended up being a girl's trip um and we rented like a I found this app that's basically like Airbnbs for yachts so Mm. yeah it was like lit like very reasonable like not cheap but reasonable yeah if you plan for it you can definitely do it trust me so um yeah. wait is it only in mexico or here you can do it in miami you could do it here it's <gasps> called i think it's called get my boat what? and basically it's like turo for yachts or boats like you can whatever size you want i think ours was like a mini mini one it was like a 46 footer but you can get 60 feet you can get however big and grand you want to go or you can get like a little sailboat or like a little pontoon, like whatever you're looking for, they have it on there. Wow. I didn't know yeah. that. That's awesome. Yeah. I don't know how I found it, but 
Um, I'm really glad that I did. Um, our hosts were amazing. They hire a, um, a, a captain to drive you. And then you had, we had two like people on the boat with us to like serve our drinks and like help us with the water sports. So you can rig jet skis. You, they take you to a place where it's only like six feet deep. So you can like, or like five and a half or something, you can stand up. Oh, nice. And, it's just clear turquoise blue waters. Like, it's just like crazy. So that was the best day to me. That was the best day. Like just laying out on the boat, feeling the breeze, just like being grateful for everything. And like, it was just a beautiful trip. And this was the first time I went on a girl's trip and I had like my own room. Ooh. So that was really nice. Like we all had our own rooms. So you had time to like wake up in the morning, go sit on your balcony, order your breakfast, pray, do your devotional, like by yourself, you know, like as moms, like we don't really get that time like that. Cause even when you travel with your spouse, it's like worrying about what are we going to do, you know? So it was nice to have that time, like literally for myself. Um, of course I spent time with my friends too, but like in the mornings we literally like just took time for ourselves. So that was like amazing. Um, yeah. That's like half a cent. Yeah. How was the food? The food was actually really good. So when you do, we did an all-inclusive resort, excuse me, <clears throat> but normally all-inclusive, you, you already know like, okay, the food is not about to be spectacular, right? Right, right. But this place i've been to a lot of all-inclusive but this place their food was actually really good um i never had any stomach issues <laughs> oh good oh so when you go to mexico you look to toss up but never yeah. had any stomach issues they had um you know they have a steakhouse on there they have a mexican restaurant italian um hibachi anything any type of food you can think of they have it there and all inclusive means you don't pay for anything while you're there once you get on site you get a wristband all your drinks your food everything is just already included nice we had a really good time um yeah i was there for three days or four days three nights and then i came back home today but or yesterday last night i got back home but um it was really nice. I would definitely do it again. Um, did you vlog it? I did not. I took some clips for it. Listen, that's work. Okay. And <laughs> once I got there, I was just like, no, I'm going to enjoy this because you're going to chill. I, yeah. I don't get to yeah. do that. And yeah. so, but what I did do was just take some clips that I can make into reels. Um, so there'll be like a mini vlog on Instagram, but I was not fooling with doing all that. And then it would have took taken up too much space in my phone. I didn't bring my laptop. So I wouldn't have had anywhere to put the footage. So yeah, y'all, y'all will have to see it on Instagram. Sometimes you just have to like take a real break. Yeah. Because I started to start I started to vlog and then I was just like, no, I'm not doing that. Like <laughs> Like, I'm good. I'm let me enjoy. And it looked like you guys really did enjoy it. So that's that's what's important. I genuinely enjoyed myself. Like it was like the best uh solo trip. I would call it like a solo trip because my husband wasn't there. But usually girls' trips are kind of like 
they're fun, but it's like, go, 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 because you have like all these people and everybody wants to do something like every minute of the day, like right. you don't really have time to relax. Right. And so with it just being um, a small group of us and everybody was on the same page as far as like, you know, there was three moms on the trip. So we were all on the same page as far as, and then the other one who's not a mom, she works nonstop. So we were all on the same page as far as like wanting to get rest and like really enjoy ourselves and not be like worn down. <laughs> yeah. It was pretty interesting though. Like, girl, it was a lot going on. Like, oh my God, so much happened. Like not to us, but things that yeah. we witnessed. Like this girl was so drunk. What I will say is that this hotel security is top notch. Oh, that's good. So uh, uh, we met a lot of different like couples and like people like around the resort. And there was this guy who was kind of like, he looked like a creep. He mm. had like a Jamaican accent and he was just kind of like trying to like, you know, flying through the resort and just being real sleazy. So mm. he had said something to us. And then the husband of this girl that we were talking to, she was like, he was like, y'all stay away from him because he was over here bragging about how he had this girl last night and she was basically unconscious and he was bragging about what he did to her. And I'm like, Oh my God. So then later on we go to get on the elevator and he's getting on the, we're already, we're me and my friends are already on the elevator. He's getting on the elevator with this girl that we just saw in the pool. Excuse me. Bless you. We had just saw her in the pool and she didn't look, she looked like tipsy, but she didn't look how she looked in the elevator. Whoa. And she could not, she couldn't barely stand up. He was basically holding her up. Her eyes were rolling in the back of her head. <gasps> like she was not there. Right. And so as soon as she gets in the elevator with him, the security was right behind them and he basically blocked the doorway. And then he's like typing something on his phone. So I think he was like calling for backup. So I told my friend, I said, let's get out because I already knew what was about to happen. So I was like, let's get out. Let's take another elevator. And then the girl is basically falling out of the elevator, Nicole, like she was not there. And I'm like, where are her friends? Like they must've just left her with this guy. And then he's standing there acting like he don't know what's going on. And so Finally, the security is like, um, ma'am, please come with us. And she, she didn't, she couldn't even. Oh my goodness. She was not there. She was, she was drugged there. or you think she was just I drunk? Think, I think he drugged her because when she was in the pool, yeah, she was not like that. Unless, oh, wow. unless now the liquor can hit you different when you get out the pool, but the way she was acting, it was like somebody did something to her. That's scary. So, it was super scary, but the security, when I tell you they're on top of it, at every checkpoint in the, in the hotel, at every door, there is someone and they're watching and they're paying attention and they seen that guy all weekend. So they knew he wasn't with her. Wow. So they followed him and her to, you know, to see, probably to see what they were going to do. But once he tried to take her upstairs, they was like, oh no, no. And wow. then I don't know what happened. I do know the security took her away. I don't know what they did with him. But um, we ended up getting on another elevator and there was two other girls in there and they were like, he tried to like get at us last night. 
I was like, oh my God. Cause there were so many like young women there. Like, you know, mm-hmm. on girls trips and like, and stuff like that. There was one guy in our group cause um, uh, one of our friends, she's um, pregnant and her husband came with her. Um, cause so they can have like, you know, a little baby moon too. So right. hung, we all hung out together, but they also had time to themselves. So I'm glad he was actually with us because yeah. when you're traveling out of the country, it is nice to have at least one man with you because they treat you differently. Right. So, yeah. So if you guys do travel and you guys go out of the country and stuff, just be, be on alert. Like don't let yeah. your guard down and don't let your friends just go with anybody i know sometimes people go on these girl trips and they go to hook up and all all this stuff but you have to be careful no you really do that is scary i'll never forget um i went out of the country when i was in seventh grade Mm -hmm. um it was like my middle school was like hey we do this trip to europe it's like seven days we take seventh and eighth graders y'all want to go so Mm -hmm my mom was like yeah you should go and i was like okay i want to see the eiffel tower right (laughs) so i'll never forget the one thing the teachers told us was like don't make eye contact with any of the guys because Mm -hmm. to them if you're making eye contact you're interested right yeah so this fool in my room she gonna make contact and told the guys where our room was Uh and i remember being like bro are you freaking serious so at night the guys came and they knocked on our door and i was like we are not freaking opening that door yeah i'm in i'm in germany i was in switzerland and Mm -hmm. you over here telling strangers where our room is at yeah (laughs) yeah i was sitting there like i know she did not I know she did not. Oh and so God. I was like, no, do not open that door. So they knocked, they knocked, and they knocked a couple times and they left. But now looking back as an adult, like, what the heck? Right. Yeah, no. You have to be you have to be so careful because people have different intentions and Yeah, you never see, know. Yeah, they see you coming a mile away. These other guys were telling us how they were there for a bachelor party. And the groom and the best man got arrested. And they don't even know what they got arrested for. But it was a shakedown. They told them, like, you give us $750 and you got your friends back. Yeah, that happens a lot. Yeah. So we were like, "Uh -uh." (laughs) uh-uh. No, you know that, because when my husband worked at the bank, he would, uh, it was, that's one reason, like, he's, he's heard so many horror stories from Mexico just because he worked at the bank Mm -hmm. that like even his brother's wedding was in Mexico and he was like we can't go I'm not going yeah because he being at the bank he would have to do the transfers for people to get their family out yeah you just have to be this is how I do it when I go to Mexico I try to book everything through the hotel because the hotel will give you a taxi from the, from there. We had the yeah. same driver the whole time we were there. Oh, nice. And so if he needs to speak to somebody, he can speak for us. And right. he, he made sure we got back to where we need to go. So, you know, you just have to try to stay on the resort. And if you book excursions, try to book it before you get there. Don't. It's cheaper if you book it from people on the beach. Right. But then you have to trust them. 
Yeah. So if you book it through Expedia or TripAdvisor or whatever, they'll hook you up with a point of contact so you know that it's legit. And then, you know, you just have to be careful. But we had a great time. We tried to do as much as we could, um, but we were only there for a short time. So, but we did a really nice dinner. Um, they will try to get you on the exchange rate. They tried to Ooh. get it at the grocery store. But my friend was like, no, I have my calculator right here. What's the exchange rate? And they tried to charge us $100 more. Because uh, we, we didn't use pesos. We used U.S. money because we, we never exchanged our money. But right. you have to be able to calculate it or whatever. But, yeah, it was a great trip. So let, but let's move on. <laughs> let's move on. Kendra, we should have a segment called Kendra's Adventures. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my goodness. It's, well... It's nice, especially what we're talking about today. Like, it's needed that you know, having time to yourself is definitely yeah. needed. Yeah, definitely, definitely, definitely. Oh, yeah. um, but yeah. let's get into these hot topics, okay? Yeah, you first thing first, we have to talk about this money bag yo situation, right? Yes. So it all started because Moneybag Yo last week was his birthday and his girlfriend gifted him 28 acres. Mm-hmm. Um, I also think she kind of gave him that big of a gift because the year before her gift, I think he like made fun of it or something like that. I don't know. I Don't quote me. But it came up on the reel today. They were asking on the reel, basically, you know, was this too big of a gift to give somebody that you're in a relationship with? Cause they're not married. Not married to. Right. If you're not married is giving somebody 28 acres. And so, uh, what's her name? Garcelle. Uh-huh. Garcelle. Garcelle was like, see, we talked about this before people acting like their wives. And you know, if you're not married to somebody, she basically brought it up that, she felt that it was too big of a gift to give somebody that you're not married to. And then the internet exploded and Moneybag Yo was like, why is Fancy talking about my gift? <laughs> and I was like, why he called her Fancy? <laughs> yeah, he was like, why Fancy talking about my gift and Fancy is a hater and right. all this stuff. But Kendra, what do you think? Do you think giving somebody, they're not married, they've been together for about, what, maybe two, three years. Do you think giving somebody 28 acres, I mean, because he's going to have that land in his name. Well, we don't really know if it's in there. Both are, well, no. I think it's in his name, but this is my thing, okay? So these are two people who give very extravagant gifts to each other. Like, she she has not skimped on gifts with him he hasn't skimped on gifts with her i think last year he gave her like a lamborghini truck and it had like three birkin bags in the back so the cost of that land is probably not even worth one of her birkin bags because it's in memphis tennessee in the middle of nowhere and on top of that his friends got together and gave him a million dollars in cash and she said dang, not y'all trying to outdo me, right? So that means the land that she purchased costs less than a million dollars. So my thing is, you know, they do things extravagantly all the time. 
So I don't think it's out of the norm for her to do something like this. And honestly, I would rather her give him some land than give him more chains and more, you know, things that are going to depreciate in, in value. Right. And she's like, you know, this is my man and I'm going to do whatever. It's her money. Okay. Now, as far as what the ladies were saying on the real, um, now me personally, <laughs> this is out of my tax bracket. Okay. First of all, but yeah. me personally, me personally, I would not be giving away acres of land. First of all, do I have acres of land? Okay. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. I might have gave him half and then I have the other half and then we could build on it or whatever. I don't know. But me being a firm believer in marriage, I think that that is a bit much for someone that you're not married to. However, right. everyone's goal is not to be married. So we don't know what their life goals are. This is why you just got to stay out of folks' business. But it's also her job being on the real to talk about hot topics. Like this is, we're, you know, we're talking about it too, because this is just a part of what we do on our platform. So I totally understand um, them speaking on the topic, but I just don't think that um, as far as like the type of gifts that they already give each other, I don't think it was too far-fetched to think that this is something she shouldn't have done. Um, and like she said, she wanted to give him something of value. She wanted to give him something that would, he can make money off of for the rest of his life. So she knew what she was doing. She did it on purpose, you know? Right. Um, but yeah, I think, um, you know, everybody just has their different views on, you know, how they want to have the relationships and the, the different types of gifts that they should give. I think it's funny too, Adrian asked, I was about to call her fancy. <laughs> oh my Adrian, <laughs> Adrian asked Garcelle, so are you saying you wouldn't have accepted the gift? Like what if, mm. a, man, what if a man gifted this to you? Would you accept it? Mm. And she was like, I feel like this was interesting. She said, I feel like if a man gave me a gift like that, I would feel obligated to stay with him. Mm. And mm. I'm like, oh, what you been through? Mm. Like, a gift is a gift. If if you find it on your heart to give me something, it's gifted to me. I don't owe you anything. Like, I didn't, I didn't borrow this from you. I didn't request this from you. Like, I don't owe you anything for a gift that you give me. So the fact that her mind went there yeah. It's some other stuff going Something. on with her too, because maybe that's why she has such a strong feeling behind it. Because when she sees a gift like that, she feels like you owe that person. Now you're indebted to that person. Mm, that's true. That's true. So, and Ari is probably not looking at it like that because she's been with men with money before him. Yeah. So I'm sure she's gotten houses from people before. So it's like, you know. So I'm gonna say this. Okay. One. Uh, what was I gonna say? I, um, my brain just left. Um, <laughs> oh my goodness, what was I gonna say? Uh, oh, one thing I was gonna say is. I hope that the Lambo truck really, he really gave it, gifted to her because I feel like every time these 
relationships break up, we find out the vehicle's loaned, it's loaned in his name, right. and now I take my truck back. back. Yeah, so my thing is, I wonder if it really is as equal, but okay, the Birkins, they do, they do have value, right? Mm-hmm. It's not on my tax bracket, but um, I too would, I too think that's too extravagant of a gift, mm-hmm. but I understand people that play on that level gift on that level. So yeah. it is what it is. But while we're um, talking here, I was able to Google land for sale in Tennessee. Oh, that's right. <laughs> Let us get the research going, okay? <laughs> Look at the research, okay. And right here in Tennessee, you could buy 20.5 acres for $28,000, okay? See, see, that's the thing. Adrian brought that up too, or I think it was Jeannie. She said, are we speaking of the value of the gift or the size of the gift? Because we don't know what the value of the gift is. Yes, it can, you know, be generations. That's what... um, the word, the term that she used was, I wanted to provide him with generational wealth. So yes, he can build on that and he might be able to make off money off that forever. But it's in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. I found another one, 29 acres and it's 129,000. So who knows really how much she really spent. Okay. And and even if she spent 120,000 for her, that's not a lot of money. Yeah, that's what people don't realize. People don't realize that. Like, I'm, I'm sorry. It's just not. But I do think, like like you said, for me personally, I think it's a bit much. But it's it's not my life. Like, I don't, we don't do stuff like that. <laughs> but even the, the fact that his friends gifted him with a million dollars. Yeah, like that's his wild. Friends, his friends all put in yeah. and gave him a million dollars in cash. He got a lot of really good gifts this year. And you know what? To be completely honest, you know what? To be completely honest, if I, okay, say I was her and I was in this relationship where last year my gift, I, I became a meme and people made fun of me. Like, and he, it just wasn't like, he didn't think my gift was of value. It was kind of an embarrassing moment or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. If I was like, okay, I'm going to buy land, right? If I'm going to wear right mm-hmm. where actually my family is from right I'm gonna try and buy as much land as I can afford but still looks like a good amount of land you know yeah if she would have bought five acres it would have been like oh that's sweet right 28 is a big number and then he also went as far as to outline how big the area was and posted that online like in your yeah fantasy. yeah but I can see some, and you know what's funny? Okay, she bought 28, right? It really depends where she bought this land because just like in California, you can buy land in the middle of nowhere out here and it's cheap too. Yeah. Because there's 10 acres in one part of Tennessee and that 10 acres is 60 grand. So it's in Memphis, Tennessee. Oh, so that has to be expensive. Yeah, so it's a little more, it's, it's in the country part, but it's still in, it's in Memphis. So it's probably is, it probably cost her some money. I, I'm sure it did. But yeah, um, the bottom line is, you know, everybody is going to do what feels good to them. And yeah. 
hopefully they work out but if they don't it's probably not gonna be no sweat off her back or else she wouldn't have did it okay memphis tennessee uh there's some land down, uh down a rabbit hole y'all <laughs> yeah sorry i i do like me some real estate okay right Memphis, tennessee 27 acres one hundred eighty-five thousand. yeah that sounds about right i figured she spent a couple hundred thousand on it because that's just what they do so i i didn't think that she would have gotten it for fifty thousand. if she did she probably would have got some more more gifts because she know he gonna go look it up <laughs> yeah and she gonna be like well how much did you spend on yeah, this and yeah and she don't want to be embarrassed so yeah, yeah. I but shout out to them i hope they work out i know before there was a lot of back and forth with them but they seem to be doing pretty good right now but who knows with these young kids yeah. today okay you really don't you really don't know <laughs> and speaking of marriage or not being married or this and that we have to just touch on the Will Smith situation, okay? Yes. So Will Smith finally admitted that him and Jada are basically in a open marriage. And he said that Jada never felt that marriage, um, being monogamous in a marriage was for her. She never mm-hmm. felt that. So after a couple of years being together, they decided to try open marriage. Now, something that I thought was interesting is he went to go see an actual um therapist mm-hmm. and he wanted to have i forgot somebody and i forgot exactly who it was it was somebody and and um ah oh, what's a what's the actress with the short hair holly berry uh-huh. so in his mind he wanted to have this one actress and holly berry and he wanted to be with them now holly berry has not commented that on if she dated will smith or not uh-huh but that's going to be interesting to find out if she's going to say anything on it. So but that was like his dream. Um, yeah. Oh, like he his wanted, dream situation. Yeah, his dream situation was to be with this one actress and Holly Berry. And so it's kind of interesting for him to kind of open up about it now. But I think, like we had talked about before, that people are just a lot more open about open marriage and we could have a whole podcast on open marriage so we're not going to go too crazy in it but yeah yeah so sorry about that but um yeah so we just wanted to touch on the will smith thing because i feel like now in this current climate he now feels comfortable about it but it also makes me wonder does he feel comfortable about it one most likely because more people are comfortable. There's a lot of people that, a lot more people that are open about their open marriages now. But two, I wonder if he is now possibly dating somebody that he wants to be more in the public with. That makes sense because my thing is when the whole August Alcina thing came out, I feel like they could have been honest then. I think they did touch on it a little bit about maybe a hall pass or something of the sort. But I feel like that was a time to like come clean, if you will, because there were so many speculations about it for years. Like people have been calling them swingers for years. So this is not, I don't feel like it's something that they were too, too private about. Um, As far as in the entertainment industry, people amongst their circle knew what was going on because they probably all doing it. Hello. But you know, things getting more out and open into the public, like with just us regular bystanders, 
now, like you said, it's becoming more normalized. Um, polygamy, open marriages. There's so many different people. I think Monique and her husband have an open marriage. There's a lot yeah. of people in the entertainment industry that have come out and said that um, they don't necessarily believe in monogamy and they want to still have their partner because they do feel like that that's their soulmate and da 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 da. But they have these other urges and needs and they want to allow themselves, they don't want to be restricted. Yeah, Will Smith said he didn't want, they didn't want to feel like they were in a prison. Here's my thing. Oh. Okay. Marriage is marriage, right? Yeah. Yeah. A union between two people under God who decide da, 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 da. marriage has a, I'm not going to get too much into it, but marriage has a very specific definition. If you do not want to be married, don't get married. If you want to have a lifelong commitment to a person, you can do that. You know, if you want to have a partnership with someone, a life partnership with someone, you could do that. You don't have to, you know, go under God and do all these things and then say, ah, I really don't want to be committed to them in that way. <laughs> yeah. I actually want to have these two, three, four, five other people. Like, I mean, if that's what you guys choose to do in your relationship, you can do whatever you want to do. I just don't understand why people feel the need to actually get married and then Half the time they get divorced because some, like you said, Jada was the one who said that she wanted this. He Did he speak about whether he wanted it initially or not? Um, I think he just basically became more open to it, like over time. Right. So that's my, open to so, it. so there's my point is, my point is if both people are into it, then maybe it can have longevity and they might stay married forever and just continue to have an open marriage. But if one person has to be persuaded into it, then it's probably not gonna survive the, the test of time because they're forcing themselves to be okay with something because they wanna be with this person. But right. deep down inside, they're really not okay with it. So they're gonna end up getting a divorce and it's going to just cost you more money and more time because I do understand that some people get married for the legal aspect of it to be able to speak on this person's behalf or to be able to combine forces. There are some benefits of being legally married, so I do understand that. But you're going to cause yourself more pain and strife by being legally married and then deciding that I want to have an open marriage and then your partner doesn't subscribe to that and now you just have all this drama. And like, get with somebody who, who wants to be polygamous. Just get with right. somebody who's on the same page as you. And then right. you guys can determine what type of relationship you want to have, you know, and if whether that is a um, common law marriage or a union or a real marriage if that's what y'all want to do I mean shoot they changing everything up in America now so you're probably going to be able to marry two people at the same time you probably gonna okay. be, oh, I don't know some parts of the country <laughs> and you know what before I forget let's not forget when they went to that red table talk and Jada was, and Jada was explaining how everything went with August Alsina we did mm -hmm. all see how like like Will Smith's face Boiling. just looked like he was gonna cry. 
he was boiling. He looked like he yeah. wanted to explode. We don't know if that was embarrassment, hurt. Yeah. It looked like it all was something. Above. It was like it was something. Yeah. It was so something. how much does he how much is he really okay with this? Like, I don't know. And I just want to put it on the record, because there's some things I just have to put on the record. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been saying this for a long time, a long <laughs> time. I personally believe allegedly that Will Smith has been dating allegedly Liza. She's a YouTuber. She was with David Dobrik for a long time. When Jada was with August, um, at that time, Will Smith was doing, just started YouTube and he went on Liza's YouTube and then she was on his YouTube and then she was on his YouTube again and then doing he, like the um like the young kids do like featuring each other on their channel yeah but then and they end up dating but then Will Smith had to be somewhere in the middle of the world like Bangladesh or something like that and they were like oh my goodness look who's here Liza and I was like <laughs> Why is Liza like on the third? Like, what happened to just you know? Usually on YouTube, you feature on one person's content, then you feature on the other person's content, and then it's over, right? Move on. Yeah. And if y'all go back, you're gonna see. So I just want to put out my records because (laughs) I've seen a few articles out there about it, but um, allegedly that is my. Well, that makes sense because if she was dating August then he probably had to have somebody like I don't know I feel like in these cases of course I know nothing about this polygamy stuff but if someone like I said he originally was not down with the idea he had to be persuaded into it right so he probably has a stronger desire to just be with her Right. But because she's with somebody else, he has to have somebody to occupy his time so he's not just sitting in the corner crying. Correct. So you might actually be absolutely correct with that because, you know, and now, like you said, he might be coming out with this because, or he might have finally agreed to coming out with this because if she's comfortable with it, what does she have to hide? He probably right. was the one that was like, no, maybe we shouldn't tell people because image and blah, 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 blah. But like you said, exactly. now it's much more acceptable. Everything's acceptable these days. Yeah. So why not just be open with it so I can be, if I'm at, if I want to go to dinner with my chick and the paparazzi is there, I don't have to be hiding and being ashamed and like, you know, I can do what I do. And he has a book that's coming out, I think at the beginning of next year. And um, he also, in a recent interview, said, like, due to his stardom, like, he felt a lot of pressure to be at a certain level of an image. So I think you're on to something. And with this book coming out, I think this is really the warm-up. And I, I just think from here on out, they're going to be a lot more open. And he's tired of hiding stuff because he has this whole show coming out on discovery where mm-hmm. he's uh, climbing into volcanoes and jumping oh, out of this and that and going into caves. I'm like, he was like, I want to fight my own fears. I want to, I don't want to be afraid of anything. So he's doing all this crazy stuff. If you can do all that crazy stuff, then 
you want to be able to come home and live your real, real right. life. Like, why, why am I hiding this aspect of my life when I'm so open about everything else and I'm so free? Like, yeah, that would probably yeah. make him crazy if he had to hold that secret. Yeah. So I really think it's, there's somebody in his life that he wants to just be able to openly go to dinner with and not have a whole media, everything about it. But at the end of the day, the whole media is going to be about it anyway. Anyway, it's just something to talk about. People just need yeah. stuff to talk about. So yeah. that was a lot of interesting uh, ness. I'm excited to see if they kind of like bear it all. Like what if they're like, oh yeah, I dated such and such and such and such. Like, you know, yeah. like they give us the real team. Like, what? Yeah, because that's what. Because listen, once you go down, so once you go down this edge where you're admitting stuff, then I also think those people are going to be like, okay, so I'm going to have my PR tell that PR that um, I dated. Now that Will Smith's open with saying this, tell that PR that um, um, just slip this note over to E that I um, money dated so and so and i got you know some text messages to prove it because i text my pr person that i was going on a date with will tonight or if they want to write a tell-all book like if they didn't have them sign no ndas they could do whatever they want to do well i definitely think they have some signed some ndas but i think that it's now that everything is just full-blown people are going to seep that out people have been holding on to a secret that they dated will smith or jada for a long time right or both or both <laughs> anyways you guys i heard i'm just playing <laughs> <laughs> anyways you guys i know that was a whole lot of tea but we got to get into these mama moments yes Can okay. you, what's your mama moment so my mama moment this week you guys know i was out of town right so i picked up uh when i got home last night my kids were asleep um and i picked up my son from school today my older son and he's like oh mom i missed you and da 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 you know laying it on real thick right then he's like oh can i go get it can we go get a donut and i'm like uh you know donuts we get donuts on fridays and he's like but i really just want a donut can we just go together and i'm like boy (laughs) but of course i'm like mom guilt i was gone for four days like i have to take him to get a donut so we're on the way there and he's like oh can we also go get um some toy he was asking for and i'm like no kendon we're not going to go get a toy we're going to go get a donut and that's it and then he's like oh but mom i just really really want it like i just been really wanting this for so long i'm like boy this is the first i've ever heard of this toy (laughs) we're driving and we we're passing by his friend's house. And then he's like, oh, can we stop at such and such's house? I haven't seen him in so long. I'm like, boy, are you really <laughs> just trying to work me right now? <laughs> like, <laughs> just, he is so smart. It's like he could feel my mom guilt of mm-hmm. being away and trying to just like milk it for all that he had. So I thought that was funny today, but he was laying it on so thick. I'm like, oh my gosh, that's my kid. <laughs> oh my goodness but that mom guilt is something serious too especially when you've been gone for like four days and then yes. the worst when you got home at night in their sleep and you want to wake them up but then you don't want to wake them up yeah even this morning he's like oh i don't want to go to school i just want to lay in bed with you can we just cuddle oh. i'm like oh, i want to sleep but you gotta go 
<laughs> You're like, I do want you to just sit here. His dad was like, boy, come on, you going to school. <laughs> His dad was like, um, I got work to do. You, your butt going to school. Right. That's too funny. Well, okay, so my mama moment is, okay, over the weekend, um, my son, he's, he's, dang, how old is my son? Um, he's six. Seven, six. Wait, he's he's not he's not six. wait he's six yeah okay sorry y'all he's six but we always talk about him turning seven sorry so he's um over the weekend we're talking and he's like talking about Santa and he also knows like Christmas and calls it Jesus's birthday so he, we do both right mm-hmm. and so he was talking about Santa and what is Santa gonna get and this and that. And I was just like enjoying the moment because I could tell this is probably going to be his last Santa Christmas because especially since he's at a public school. <laughs> yeah, I'm already knowing come in about a month or so, he's going to bring up Santa and then public school kids is going to be like, ain't no Santa. What's talking about Santa? Boy. Talking about? This boy talking about Santa. <laughs> <laughs> And it's like at that point where it's like, do I just let the school kids tell him, or is he gonna get embarrassed, or should I sit down and be like, hey, Austin? So you know, like I don't want to ruin yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Oh. But at the same time, I feel like it's something like every not everybody, but most kids go through. You know, mm-hmm. I remember when somebody told me Santa wasn't real. You know. I don't think I ever believed in Santa. Really? No. I don't feel like I believed in it, but I definitely was just like, Santa, I don't know. I it was don't never know. even, like, from my memory, it was never even presented to me. Like, I remember as early as, like, five years old, knowing that my parents, like, got everything. See, we do both. So it's like parents get something, Santa gets something, and Santa leaves something at Mimi's house, and then Mimi gets him something, and... Mm-hmm. My mom wasn't doing all that. What do you want? Write your <laughs> list. It is there. My mom didn't even wrap gifts sometimes. It was so many kids and so much stuff. Yeah. They used to just, we would wake up and we had a section of the tree and all of our stuff would just be sitting there and we'd be like, yay! Y'all didn't unwrap? Mm-mm. I think maybe after I turned like seven, we didn't unwrap gifts no more. It was just like sitting there at my grandmother's house. We always unwrapped the gifts because they wrapped everything. Mm-hmm. But my parents was not doing all that. Mm-mm. They would wrap like your big gift, like yeah, something that you didn't know if you were getting or not. They would wrap that. But other than that, it was like you had your pile. I knew it went from youngest to oldest around <laughs> the tree. Oh my goodness. You had a section and you knew where your stuff was every year. So we would come out like you know what? You know what? Already see everything because we, will, of course, we would wake up at like five a.m. and my mom and dad would be like, "Uh, uh-uh, we ain't getting up. You gotta wait at least till six. Right. And so we would just go peek in the living room, like, "Oh, you got that? Oh, you got that? Oh, you got that?" <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh my goodness, that is so funny. Well, you know, you know, it's really crazy because 
the older I get, I just, you realize that everybody's household has their own traditions and their own things they do. Like, this is going to sound so crazy, but my husband grew up in a really strict uh, church. And so his first years of childhood, they didn't celebrate Christmas. Mm. And when they did start to celebrate Christmas, it was just a table and she would just put the gifts on the table, like no tree. Like mm. it was just really like strict, like the church they went to was super strict, you know? Like it's not about you. Yeah. So, so he was always just like, what are we doing with this Christmas? But I'm almost so over the top about Christmas. I would give her my whole list mm-hmm. and she would get everything on the list. Yeah. And then she would wrap, she would spend the whole night wrapping the gifts most of the night. And then she would wrap it all, put everything under different spots. You had to look for it. And then we would have a pile. Okay. So she would put all our gifts all all around the tree. And then we would all have a separate pile and our separate pile. Some um, things would be wrapped and then some things would be like open where you could see it. And those were, those were Santa's gifts, things that were not wrapped. Oh, okay. And even as an adult, <laughs> listen, y'all I'm not gonna do, y'all still do that. <laughs> <laughs> I love that though. Like I, those are the type of traditions I will probably always wrap my kids stuff. Like yeah. those are the t- type of the things that I want to do with my kids, like Elf on the Shelf, like all that cute yeah. little stuff, making cookies, and I'm all about Christmas. I love it. All the but wait stuff. Let's not forget, this is the reminder right now, order your elf on the shelf because we're hitting September. We're going into right. October. Because them mugs will be out. They will be gone. I'm getting an extra one this year. I got to find last year's. I don't know where we hit it. <laughs> but yeah, I'm excited for the holiday season. But let's jump into our topic because we're already about to hit the hour mark and we have not touched it. So let's um, hop into our topic. Today, we're going to be talking about tools to balance motherhood. Um, this is some a topic that is very pop, popular amongst the mom friends. If you guys didn't listen to mom friends episode, go back and check it out. Yes. But <laughs> this is a topic that is popular amongst mom friends because there's so much that we have to balance as mothers. Um, you know, you're balancing, if you, if you work, you're balancing work or your business um, your relationship with your partner or your spouse, um, family. So being a mother, a daughter, a cousin, a sister, um, your personal goals and aspirations, like whether you want to like work out or you are planning a business, or if you are wanting to write a book or whatever your dreams and goals are, those are things that kind of might get lost in the shuffle when you're trying to balance motherhood with all these things and then at on top of that if you want to have a social life you know these are all things that we struggle with as women um, because most of us put motherhood as the top priority over everything over over our marriage over you know work over everything so Creating that balance, um, I believe, helps you to be a better mother, but also a better wife, also a better employee or a better boss. Or Because when you have balance, you know, every area is kind of getting what they need to stay afloat. 
whether but if you're unbalanced and things are lacking things are suffering and things are taking precedence over other but that's got to happen anyway you know i have a certain order that i believe in and how my life should go and i try my best to stick to that order um and so today we're going to try to provide you guys with some tools that we like to use um to help us keep that balance so what's at the top of the list for you to to keep your balance oh you know oh that's a really you know i could go first (laughs) yeah go ahead because that's a whole that's a whole lot that's a whole lot i know one thing that we always talk about um is self-care and it's kind of become like a buzzword but it's actually something that is very 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 important yeah um growing up i don't remember my mom i don't remember seeing my mom do much as far as like self-care like the normal uh self-care that you would think like going to the spa or you know um taking personal time outside of the home like excuse me i don't remember her seeing her making that a priority but what i do remember her always doing was she had a routine like she had a morning routine um so i I, that's something that i've implemented after i had my second son because when i i'm a stay-at-home mom and sometimes when you're a stay-at-home mom you can get like comfortable with you know just wearing sweats or like it'll be the middle of the afternoon and you still have your pajamas on because you as soon as you got up you started doing stuff and you never had time to stop and take care of yourself so i started implementing making sure that i have a morning routine you know doing my skincare routine my shower i like to shower at night and in the morning sometimes like it helps me wake up so getting up before the kids doing my routine having my time to myself without somebody like nagging me or whatever or now that my husband works from home he will let me bring the baby to him while i go and do my morning routine so self-care is at the top of the list for me because if i'm not in the right headspace i can't balance the rest of the things on my on my priority list so for that for me it looks like a morning routine scheduling alone time for myself um scheduling in time with friends because socializing is something that's important to me i'm an extrovert (laughs) so if i'm in the house too long or if i'm like not getting to interact with any other people i'm kind of like oh feeling like i'm missing out on life so i that's something that's important important to me so i try to schedule that in and then doing things that I enjoy. Um, I don't have like ho- a hobby or anything like that, but um, scheduling in time to do things that I enjoy would be like this podcast, like making sure that I'm able to record the podcast and that I schedule it into our calendar so my husband knows that I, so I won't have to miss it. Um, or going to the nail salon or um just taking a drive by myself going to get coffee or whatever like making sure i am able able to schedule those things in really helps me to to be balanced and to not feel like i'm just 
working for everybody else. Yeah. See, I think that's really important. Um, I feel like self-care as the old, the older I get, it's becoming different, different states, different parts of my life. It's becoming a different level. Mm -hmm. Um, I would say right now, like, making okay making sure that my mind is there and then whatever i need for my mind to be there is what i do so i don't i wouldn't say that i have a routine i would just say where whatever i feel like i'm missing mm -hmm. i do a self-care situation to 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 adapt to whatever i'm needing so um rest is a big thing for me i always like to take a nap um, on Sundays, Sundays is like, I like to take a nap and usually that makes me feel refreshed and ready to go for the week. Mm -hmm. So that's something that's really important to me that every Sunday I get a nap. Uh -huh. Um, from then on, I'm really, really into, um, my store shop St. Cole. So I kind of get re-energized with that every day yeah. to like keep going because like it, I, people in this industry make it look really, really easy, but it's actually really, really hard. And there's parts of it that are really easy, but like I said, it looks way easier than it really is. So it's kind of like this constant puzzle that I'm putting together. And so, um, I have good days and bad days, but coming, getting up and doing that my, again, my life has actually changed a lot this year. So I'm kind of in the middle of relearning how to balance because I've always kind of lived my life like an entrepreneur, but I really wasn't an entrepreneur. I was an employee, but I was an employee that acted like an entrepreneur because I worked for my mom and I worked for my mom for so long, you know? Yeah. So one, anytime you work for somebody for a really long time, you already start to feel kind of free. And then on two, to add that to add working for my mom. So now to be full time working for myself is mm -hmm. kind of like I'm an employee, but I'm the owner. Right. But <laughs> I'm saying, but my newborn comes to work. So right. when you, when he asked me that question, I was kind of like, whoa, that kind of hit me hard at once because I just recently have had to kind of rebalance all of that, I guess you yeah. could say. Yeah. But I would say the thing that works for me is, in the morning, I just kind of focus on getting the kids, taking care of the kids and getting them to school. Mm -hmm. And once I get to the office, um, being able to relax for a second, look at my list of my top priorities, mm -hmm. see if there's any fires that I need to take out. And what I really like about my life right now is that I'm just really in full control of my day, you know, like, if I want to leave the office and go to lunch, I can leave the office and go to lunch. If I want to stay home the whole day, I could technically stay home the whole day, watch TV. But I recently over the weekend, something also that I like to do with self-care is watch other people's stories. Mm -hmm. um, on YouTube, there's this thing called CNBC Make It, and you get to hear about other people's lifestyles and how they um, operate like some people making, you know, 87000 a year to $6 million a year and what they do and how they do it. And over the weekend, I was watching this girl and she left her tech job 
and she opened Blavity, mm-hmm. which is a popular um, Black media source, right? Yeah, and, mm-hmm. and she was saying how, you know, they asked her like, well, how much money did you invest into Blavity? And as an entrepreneur, you invest a lot into your business, right? Right, right. And she was like, you know, I invested, um, she said it with like a lump in her throat too. She, and that's how you know she would tell the truth. She was like, uh, you know, like 250K to about 300,000 before I got an investor. Wow. And you just, sometimes you just don't realize how much, you know, people don't tend to realize how much money goes into building a business. So for me, Um, even though I'm very passionate about my business on the weekend, I like to make it just about my family. That's why, uh, on the weekend, I tend to, what I say is usually just hanging out with my kids. So the weekends is really, really focused on my kids and my husband. I like to try to do like a movie night every Saturday night with my husband. We're pretty like homebodies. So like for us to like watch a new show or, you know, we're watching Insecure, like that's such a big deal for us to make that time and like right. you know kids go to bed maybe we order our own food that gets there you know <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> it's but, interesting because you, go ahead sorry no 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 you're totally good um so so yeah yeah i was just gonna say you kind of touched on another uh tool within what you just said making lists uh yeah. I think making lists and like being organized is like a really good tool for balance, like yeah. in any area in life, because when you can kind of like see it on paper or see it in your phone, it kind of frees up your mind because if you just have in your head, everything that you have to do, it can drive yeah. you crazy because yeah, honestly, and then you're like, oh crap, I forgot to do that. Oh, da, da, da. and that's when things become unbalanced because you don't even know what you're doing exactly like you're just running around doing stuff and nothing is really happening because it's not organized so i think a really important tool is organizing as much as you can and organization looks different for everybody like for you it could be literally just writing a list and sticking it on the refrigerator for someone else it could be compartmentalizing things and you know scheduling out the first half of the morning looks like this. The second half looks like this. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday look like this. So, or having a visual calendar up in the household where you can see the kids' schedule, your schedule, your husband's schedule. Um, whatever you need to organize your thoughts, I yeah. feel like is a really good tool. Like for me, I put notes in my phone. So if I, I have my grocery list in there, I have um, things that I need to do for Kenden school, things that I need to do for social media, things that I need to do, you know, for every aspect in life. Um, If there's somebody's birthday coming up and I need to pick this up, I try to make lists for things and then try to like just knock off tasks. And then um, we have a family calendar. So I'm able to put like all the kids appointments on there. My husband's appointments are there so that if, you know, so that things don't conflict because things conflict it throws things off (laughs) yeah no honestly the list is like a lifesaver because you can't have all that in your head you're not going to remember it you're going to forget something then you're going to feel bad when you forget yeah it just frees your mind like I as soon as I write everything out I just feel a sigh of relief 
Yeah. And um, I was kind of just telling Nicole about that, like how I prepare for the podcast. I have to write it all out because then I feel like it's done. So yeah. um, I'm a person that gets anxious. So whatever task I have to do for the day, I have to write it out because in my head after I write it out, it's done. Or the idea, once the idea is there, it's done for me and I can move on and do whatever else I need to do without that kind of like hanging over my shoulder. <laughs> You know what? Good thing you said that because honestly, sometimes when you feel like you're overwhelmed and that you have so much to do, once you actually write it down, sometimes it's like, oh, it's only five things. Oh, it's only four things. Like, well, some of this I can get done today. I can get it done throughout the week. Like, it's not as much as you thought because in your head, it feels overwhelming because it's this and this and this but once you write it down you empty your brain you're like oh and that's another tool that works hand in hand with writing things down is checking in with yourself so kind of evaluating like what are the things that are heavy on me right now am i overwhelmed am i stressed because some people know when they're stressed out and some people if you're like me you don't even know when you're stressed it comes out in other ways Mm -hmm. and so I kind of have to do like self check-ins, like, am I okay? Like, you know, or speaking to my husband and he'll like say, well, yeah, you've seen the little da 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 da, like, you know. So having check-ins with yourself or having a check-in partner um, can really help you with balance because as moms, we just keep it moving. Yeah. Like we don't so even true. realize when we're being affected. So yeah. we just, our, in our mind is get it done right so you when do you have time to stop and think like am i okay like am i suffering physically am i suffering mentally but for all the tasks and things that i have to do or things that are in my head because i'm not able to write them down or i feel like i don't have time you know we have to prioritize things and if sitting down for five minutes and making that checklist is gonna relieve stress off your shoulders sit on and write the checklist like yeah like just make the check <laughs> honestly uh was it, it was like a couple of days ago i was at target not target no a couple like two weeks ago i was going through the line at starbucks right mm-hmm. <clears throat> oh my god this is so crazy like two three weeks ago i was going through the line it was a friday and i'm going through the line at starbucks and the guy goes like happy friday how are you uh-huh. and i just started crying like oh my god how am i yeah and I was like, oh my gosh, I hadn't even thought about like, how am I? Cause you just go, go, go. You're just getting stuff yeah. done. You're just like checking off the boxes. Right. Mm-hmm. And he could tell that he threw me off. And I was like, like, wait, I, and I'm just like, I don't know. It's just been kind of a rough day or something like that. Uh-huh. And I got to like, the, hey. <laughs> yeah, I got to the front and they were like, I just was like trying not to cry. Cause I was like, Oh my gosh, like I just been kind of having a rough day, but I'm just like pushing through it or whatever. Right. Mm-hmm. And the girl was like, are you okay? We can talk about it. So of course you start crying. Cause you're like, yes. why is this random person at Starbucks asking me if I'm okay. And then <laughs> they were like, don't worry. This one today is for free. And I was Aww. like, I was like, Oh, good. Okay. Right. So sweet. <laughs> but it's so it's true. And it's like, you would just wrote, wrote what you had to do, but it was like the end of the week. It's a Friday. It was just yeah. a lot, right? But it's like, we don't really, when you are balancing so much, mm-hmm. you can't even think to write down sometimes because 
you're just going 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 yeah you just and, and i think too as moms we we normalize it as a way of life yeah. but it, yeah, have do. to be, it does not have to be that way like you're right we have things at our disposal to make our life easier if we tap into them but right. if you just keep going because that's how you saw so-and-so do it or it's the yeah. norm everybody's saying like mama's just gonna be tired it's just what happens and part of that is true but when you tap into yourself check in with yourself or have a partner um, a friend or somebody that you can talk to and kind of have them do a little check-in with you communicate how you really feel yeah like, you know like dang i am tired yeah or, I do feel overwhelmed or I do need help. Like or I do need a nap. <laughs> or I do need a nap. You know, I, yeah. I might need a little extra sleep or I would actually not like to cook tonight. Like yeah. be honest about that because sometimes yeah. we feel the pressure to uphold everything that moms quote unquote are supposed to do or women are supposed to do. Right. That we just keep pushing, pushing, pushing ourselves and you know you just get to a point where you might become angry or just like bitter all the time and stressed out and like snappy and you're like why am i like this like wow my life is actually good yeah but i actually live a really good life why am i this stressed (laughs) yeah and you know what i think that's something that people really and i hate to say it i hate to say it but i think with social media, it can really make you feel like, oh, like my life is not as extravagant or my life is this or that. And like, it's like, if you got a roof over your head, you ate today, you got to where you needed to go. Like just those basics, I feel like are just not being as valued as it should be, you know? Yeah. And so many, I, I hate seeing it. Like there was a part there was a time when I was really, really active, active on social media. And once I realized that once my husband opened my eyes, that some people could look at my account and feel like, wow, look at all this. It made me uncomfortable to post online. And so, um, and then I started to kind of show like the different levels, not when I look so put together and stuff, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it was just like, you know, it's not, it's not, it's not healthy also too to just come off as this perfect person always on social right. media. Mm-hmm. And it just makes me think about all the people that go on there or like even my kids going on there and seeing other kids with toys or, you know what I mean? Just, yeah. it, it has to come to a point where you have to just realize you're doing your life. You know, oh, no, 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 no. You know what it is? Mm-hmm. It was a quote I came up in my head, in my head the other day was that um, we all get to decide what wealth means to us and yeah. what you see as wealth can be wealth to you and what I see as wealth to me could be wealth to me like there's women that don't want to have kids and yeah. and they should still be able to feel wealthy and successful in yeah. their life yeah. me uh, having kids and having a husband that feels you know, that is wealthy to me. And so I feel like sometimes there's so much put on, you know, how your life should be. You're not, I can't hear you. Yeah, there you go. Sorry, guys. Yeah, sorry about that. So 
I don't know. I just think with this whole living a life of balance, we also have to look within ourselves and realize, you know, we are worthy. Mm-hmm. We have the abilities to do what we want to do in life and not to look at how other people's lives are to look within your own life and create yeah. your own way of life. Yeah. Period. You know, and give yourself grace because yeah. a big part of being a mom, we, we just literally just talked about this. Um, you feel guilty for like wanting to take time for yourself. You feel guilty yeah. for working too much or working on your dreams or, you know, being away. So give yourself grace and ask for help when you need it. Like if you're blessed to have a village, utilize them. There's a lot of people that don't have a village. They don't have anybody to rely on, but I think we talked about this before, but look within your network of people. Yeah. Who can you, who can you tug on? Who can you, you know, ask a friend or ask you know if you make friends with somebody in your kids class like hey you guys want to go to the park and then the kids can go play and you can have mommy time with the mom like you know like yeah try to do things that to alleviate the pressure on you but also it's not always going to be perfect and sometimes it's going to be unbalanced but just give yourself grace in those moments because we are not perfect people. No matter how the world portrays moms to have this crazy amount of strength that we do, we don't always want to have to be strong. So right. if you're having a moment where you feel like, listen, I ain't got it today, try to lean on who you can um, to help build you up, speak into you, um, you know, have at least one person that you can be honest with that's not going to judge you because I know that's a fear as well. Like if you complain as a mom, it's like, did nobody tell you to have them kids? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's yeah. like, wait a minute, okay. I'm yeah. still human and I get tired and I get overwhelmed and I have things going on just like you have going on. And I should be able to have a moment to say, you know, I don't feel like it today or I'm tired today. Like you, you need to be able to give yourself grace to feel that way and don't feel bad for it because you are human at the end of the day. Like I said, nobody is perfect. And God didn't intend for us to do this alone. Like that's why there are people on this earth. And for those of you that haven't found your people to rally around you, I pray that God will send those people to you. But, you know, in the meantime, try to be open to it, but work on what you can, the things that you that are within your control, making those lists, getting yourself organized, prioritizing that taking 10 minutes away from social media to to write things down um and be intentional about spend how you spend your time so things that we have to do right we have to go to work we have to take our kids to school we have to maintain our household but also try to schedule in some time to find the things that bring you joy yeah taking your kids to the park and letting them run around where there's no toys in there. Just, just let them just run around an open field and sit there and listen to your kids laughter, like spending that intentional time, tossing the ball around. We don't toss the ball around anymore because everything Mm -hmm. is electronics and, or or it has to be extravagant. Like, Oh, I have to take them to Disneyland, but I can't afford Disneyland. You can afford to go to the park down the street, like, or go to the park out of your neighborhood. If you, Oh, the park in my neighborhood is not safe go a little bit further down the road, like do what you need to do 
take intentional time for yourself, whether that's instead of taking your lunch break in the office, go sit in your car or go to the park down the street or I, I love the park. Okay. Obviously. But <laughs> <laughs> I think nature is very comforting. Yeah. And it is very peaceful if you find the right, right spot, but letting mm. the sun hit your face, maybe it's because I just yeah. took a vacation, but letting the sun just hit your face is like a luxury like it really is and that we don't take advantage of and it can rejuvenate the sun literally rejuvenates you <laughs> okay so if you can take a moment to go get yourself some sun and that could be your self-care take a moment to spend time with your kids to spend time with yourself with your spouse like you will be amazed at how much time you actually have if you organize your life write lists, schedule things out, do some prep work. A lot of times we're like rushing in the morning because it's like, oh, I don't never have time for nothing. Try to pack the lunches the night before if you can. While you're doing laundry, lay the kids clothes out for the week. Instead of putting it in the drawer, just put them on the hangers in the front of the closet or stack them up or whatever you have to do to make your life a little bit easier. Um, so that your days can flow better because when you feel organized when your space is clean and you feel organized mm. you feel more prepared like right. that's universal and a lot of times if your life is cluttered yeah your head is your life is cluttered because your head is cluttered and so it, clear your mind clear your space clean out your space declutter your life declutter your car like mm. all those things instantly have an effect on your mood and your attitude like I remember even as a kid when my room was spotless clean I just wanted to lay in my room and like just like chill <laughs> it's like oh my gosh it's like so clean in here and you just feel clear your mind just feels clear you know right so take evaluation of your life and see day by day give yourself grace on it don't look at it and be like how did I get here give yourself grace today i'm gonna declutter this corner and i'm gonna write down one goal that i want to reach by the end of the week or whatever like you can do these things even as moms like we all i want this is probably tmi but i know y'all be on your phone in the toilet right <laughs> make your list then yep yep make your list then like the same way we prioritize scrolling through social media and see what's going on in other people's lives let's get our right. own lives together let's let's make sure that we are putting ourselves as a priority and taking it one step at a time so these are the tools um that we talked about i'm just gonna run through them real quick um in case you guys want to write it down so number one was self-care check number two was check in with yourself number three was organization number four was give yourself grace number five is prep work number six is write things down and number seven is be intentional about intentional can i say the word <laughs> be intentional about how you spend your time and um these are just some things that work for us. Yeah. Uh, 
to keep our life as balanced as possible. Like Nicole said, we are not perfect. Like there's areas in our lives that are unbalanced right now. And as we wrote these things out, it speaks to us as well. And I know it's a couple things on here that I could do better at. And so we're all in this together. Like nobody's perfect. We're all learning day by day. Um, And we got to do it together, like listening to each other and hearing your ideas and how you keep your life going can help the next person. So we hope that you guys are able to grasp some of the things that we talked about today. Did you have anything else to add, Groom? No, I didn't have anything to add. I hope you guys enjoyed this long episode. (laughs) (laughs) as always hit us up on instagram let us know how you guys enjoyed it tap in with us maybe we'll pose a question in the stories um so we can see how you guys can relate to this or some extra tools that you guys want to um add to the list that we can throw on the next episode for people to hear um so go ahead and follow us at somebody's mama pod leave your comments questions qualms concerns there um And make sure that you are subscribed on Apple Podcasts at Somebody's Mama Podcast. Leave a five-star rating and review, please, and thank you. Thank you. And we'll highlight y'all next week. Bye. Bye.